Welcome to the Vox Group's Leader Podcast, where we talk through practical tools and skills to help you grow as a leader in order to lead healthy, vibrant, and growing community groups. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm sitting with my buddy Jake and we are excited for episode number two. What's going on, Jake? Hey man, how are you? Good. How are you? Well, it's it's February, Uh-oh. you know, so uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up. I've been married for 10 years, so I think, you know, it should be a, a special Valentine's. Yeah. This well, year. hey, congratulations on 10 years, yeah, by the thank way. thank you. I appreciate I that. I think I'm at 19 now. 19. I can't do that math. Oh. 2003, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> I, what are they? We're 2023. Now, I mean, is this 20? No, you're coming up on 20. It'll be 20 in July. Oh, oh no. Man. I got to plan something. Yeah, you got to plan something. <laughs> It's a good thing we did this podcast. (laughs) So we just wanted to welcome everyone back to our podcast today. We have uh, some exciting stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about practical skills or tools uh, for us to use in our community group. Yeah. And I thought we'd start today with something very practical, something that every community group leader or host does. Serve snacks. Oh, that's the best. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, it's facilitating discussion. They already saw the title anyway. So no, but wouldn't it be great if our first practical skill was how to serve snacks well? I think that's something, you know, as a church going person, we should probably figure that out. A hundred (laughs) percent. Well, let me be clear about something, not snacks. Facilitating is not teaching. Let's say that together. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, naturally, there might be some teaching involved in your community group, like in a video, for example. If you guys use Right Now Media, you've definitely seen some teaching, Uh, but it should be a small portion of the time at best, right? The definition of a facilitator is this, someone that makes a process easier. That is not the definition that I thought it would be, Mm -hmm. but that's what it is. Someone that makes a process easier. And so in community groups, the process is discussion time. So your goal as a leader slash facilitator is to make discussion time easier, right? So that everyone feels comfortable to share and gets the most out of it as possible. So can you go a little bit beyond that? Like what exactly does that mean to make it easier? Yeah, so if you think about your experience in community groups, we've all sat in discussion times that feels a little, I don't know, rough, a little stagnant. Maybe no one answers the questions. Maybe one person talks the whole time. Maybe you get like a Sunday school answer only or maybe it's rabbit trails for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been there. Yep. And uh, as a facilitator, you know, it's your role to make the discussion easier for everyone, meaning like to feel comfortable sharing, to, to have enough opportunity to share for sure, and even to feel vulnerable with real life answers. So like, here's the great thing. As a community group leader, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know this, you can do it. It's not an impossible task by mm-hmm. any stretch. So today I'm gonna share with you guys nine quick and simple practical tips to help you as a facil- as a facilitator facilitate discussion better in your groups mm-hmm. nine tips That's you know great. when i hear the number nine on a podcast i go oh no this is going to be long it's not going to be long yeah. these are short <laughs> and sweet okay here we go number one you got to put in the work yeah that's simple right so it doesn't take much to prepare but the time you put in will produce better discussion so before time, if you read the chapter, read the Bible verses, watch the video, read through the discussion questions, and have a general idea of where you want to go before the gathering begins, it'll go a long way towards healthy discussion. Yeah. Here's something though. Most group leaders will experience this. As the Holy Spirit leads, discussion time may take some unplanned turns, and that's totally okay. Yeah. It's a yeah. great thing. We should be allowing room for that. Just don't go into your group unprepared. Mm. 
there's a an old basketball coach um, named John Wooden who said this, and you probably have heard it before. Those who fail to prepare, prepare to fail, mm. right? And your group members will probably know it. <laughs> It'll probably show. But along those same lines, I would say this too, as you're putting in the work, that you need to definitely spend some time in prayer beforehand. Asking God to, to guide your discussion time, to give you the right words to say as a facilitator and to make discussion time fruitful, what else can you do that's better than that? Yeah, yeah. So too often prayer time is like the last thing we consider when putting in the work and preparing for our group. For our group, I'm sorry. To me, it's kind of like, I thought about this, it's kind of like my golf game. No, <laughs> no when I Here say my golf game, uh, that sounds funny because I go once a year, yeah. right? And every time I go, I think that I'm going to do awesome, right? Like I have these high expectations. I think I'm going to play well. I think I'm going to get birdies on every hole. Haven't played in a year, never went to the driving range, haven't even thought about it till the day before, yet high expectations. Yeah. yeah. What? Why do we do that? Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I, I I, don't know. I mean, it goes back to your, you know, your your plan. Yeah. I, I do practice. Do you do things like that? Yeah. Uh, but I do think you made a great point, uh, and this actually happened to me recently in my community group, that we had an agenda. We had exactly what we wanted to do, but you know, then uh, so and so comes in and says, "Guys, I just had a terrible, terrible week." Mm. You know, and yep. then we just you know, we divert. That's yeah. what community groups are for. Absolutely. You know, we still have our plan. We ended up doing it the next week, but you know, we were able to to you know pray for for you know. I'm not going to use specific names. We we were able to pray for him. Yeah. So you know, it, it's okay if it's not. 100% on course. That's that's exactly. okay. Yep. But you also need to prepare yeah. just in case. Yeah, absolutely. You want to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. Yes. I mean, I, I'm guaranteeing you this. Whatever direction the Holy Spirit wants to take, the group time is better than what you prepared. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. But you still have to be ready. Yeah. You got to be yeah, ready. And you got to be able to steer a conversation back if it's way out in left field. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, here's the here's the great thing about putting in work. It's free. Yeah. Golf is not. No, so no, it is my not. game will continue. I will, I will tell you to that. not be good. <laughs> so so put, put in the work. What yeah. about number two? Yeah, number two, set the tone. I love this one. Posturing yourself as someone that needs to learn from the group as well can change the whole experience. Mm, that's so good. I would just encourage you guys to be honest and vulnerable as a leader and acknowledge that you don't have all the answers. And this really will accomplish three important things real quick. It challenges group members to actually think about the discussion and come up with answers not relying on you for the whole time. It takes the pressure off of you to feel like you have to have all the answers. I think some of our community group leaders feel that pressure from time to time, or it gets quiet and everyone turns to the leader, like waiting for them what they're gonna say next. It's okay <laughs> for you not to have all the answers. Yeah. And then lastly, it creates a safe environment for people to share. Mm. Like if they know that the leader is being vulnerable and is like, you know, I don't have all the answers, it just opens up the door for, for sharing. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's so good. It's so good. And just, you know, you're not, you're not there to, to teach right you're there to be a part and facilitate bingo so. got it yep so when you set that tone the chances of having better discussion yeah boom yeah. they're already there so number two what about number three number three don't do all the talking kind of <laughs> like i'm doing on this podcast here hey a great tip is this don't ask questions and then answer the questions first mm. <laughs> obviously you might have to at times but your goal is to to have everybody just feel comfortable enough to share and that that might be difficult if you take the first crack at answering every question or even if i've done this before like you take all the good answers yeah, and then everyone just sits there because they know that that's what they wanted to say. So yeah, don't do all the talking. The next one goes hand in hand with don't do all the talking. Number four, be comfortable with silence. Mm. That was about, that was about, that was about it. That was about four <laughs> seconds of silence. I didn't say anything. I was waiting for you. <laughs> the average amount of time people 
are willing to sit in uncomfortable silences four seconds. We probably went three. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But my advice to you guys is is wait 10 seconds. I mean, that's going to feel like an eternity, but you got to know this, that the Holy Spirit is working through that silence. Mm. And I would say this too, like this is a little tip, but if no one shares after even 10 seconds of silence, then just ask a question. Here's a great one. If you had to answer that question in one word, what would it be? Mm. Sometimes it's super hard to come up with this grandiose answer and you're thinking about all these things, but you can come up with one word, right? And then you would say as a leader, like, why'd you pick that word? And that will spark conversation. So yeah. don't do all the talking, be comfortable with silence. Mm -hmm. So number four, what about number five? Yeah, number five is steer the conversation back. Steer the conversation back. Rabbit trails <laughs> and stories, like they can be really good sometimes. And honestly, they can create some lasting memories in your group. Yeah. Like we all remember that one story. Oh, 100%. That stays in the group, you know, that kind of a story. Yeah. <laughs> but as a facilitator, you, you're as you've put in the work and you're prepared, your goal is to keep everyone on track with the discussion as much as possible. Of yeah. course, you're, you're open to the Holy Spirit's leading, of course. But I do have some ideas of things you could say, and I'm going to include these in the show notes later. But it says, um, that is an interesting point, right? Help me tie that back into our discussion. Mm. It's a great way to tie it back in. So it's also acknowledging that it was a great point, you know, because there's some points that, that are great that, that need to be made. Here's another one. Let's circle back on that. But for now, what do you think about this? What do you think about our discussion about that? Yeah. Or this one. is a good one. That was a great story. Let's get back on track here with this next question. I, it's so true. I mean, honestly, we were in the Gospels uh, a couple of weeks back, and all of a sudden we were talking about Jesus walking on water. And then, then about two minutes yeah. later, we're talking about water theme parks say i mean it just it just went it went one way uh, then another but it, it's so true you know yeah. because you're comfortable with these people you know you start to talk you're yep. on point you're talking about exactly what you want to talk about and then all of a sudden it, you know the tangents just just go and go totally and obviously you're nowhere on track and you're 30 minutes down the line yep, yep. and you know you're not accomplishing what what it is you know the group is, is supposed to be there for yeah i think that probably happens every time people get together every time yes yeah. <laughs> so steering the conversation back it's an art yeah. like it's an art because you don't want to offend the person like hey kurt you know we weren't supposed to be talking about water parks yeah. what are you doing <laughs> we would never say that but we would say kurt that was an awesome story yeah all right let's jump back into our discussion yeah. time and talk yeah. about jesus walking on water <laughs> it's so good so these transition statements come in all shapes and sizes um but those are just a few good ones there so this next one though number six here this one's worth the whole podcast yeah ask open-ended questions mm, so let me good. explain these questions don't have to have a correct or specific answer which means you got to avoid the yes or no's because when you ask a question that's a yes or no that's where the discussion ends <laughs> right so uh, multiple choice is kind of the same thing unless yes or no's or multiple choice unless you follow it up with the word why mm. then it works but here's some open-ended questions what do you think the author said that for or what do you think about this or what are your thoughts what comes to mind when you think about this or that? What are your thoughts on this subject? Honestly, just the question why alone will keep your discussion flowing. I love the question why. Community group leaders, ask the question why more often and your discussion will flow a lot better. Ah, uh, it's so good. What, what happens if the conversation feels stagnant and everyone agrees with, say, the first answer and no one's really responding to the question that that you know you post and, yeah i mean what, what do and you the doing? silence is already gone and too the, and the silence is gone and everybody's <laughs> just kind of nodding like yeah i agree with that guy <laughs> yeah. you know that sounds good yeah definitely i would say to invoke different responses that's actually my number seven here invoke different responses so like one of the purposes of discussion 
is to get different perspectives and wrestle with issues. We don't all want to have the same answer for everything because then nobody will actually grow. Yeah. So a lot of growth takes place when people actually share different opinions or new angles. I mean, I've been sitting in community groups where I, I really feel like I have the answer to that question. And then someone next to me shares their angle on the answer. And it's like, I never even thought of that before. Yeah. So trying to invoke different responses. Here's a couple examples of things you could say. Do we all feel the same way or does anyone have a different thought? Because most likely someone does, yeah. But they're like, "Well, John, John over there already said the right answer." Yeah. I don't know a John, by the way. There's, I mean, I know some Johns, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not referring to a specific <laughs> John. To John, I'm you actually going to use are, his John. name often yeah. if that's okay. But uh, yeah, do we all feel the same way as John, or or does anyone have a different thought? Or like this, like as we read, um, as we read Pastor Justin's books, do you really agree with what the author is saying? Do you really agree with what he thought there? I think that would be an awesome question to yeah. ask. <laughs> just don't tell him what the answer. No, yeah, I'm just no, kidding. No, no, that's good. How about this? This is a great one. If someone disagreed with our discussion, what would they say? What do you think that they might say? Oh, that's a good twist. Twist yeah. on the conversation. Yeah, it just gives people thinking down a different avenue. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to include, by the way, all of these um, example questions mm -hmm. in the show notes so people can refer back to them Perfect. and add their own as well. So. Here's another thing though, if, if the conversation gets stagnant or everyone just agrees and is sitting there silent, make sure that you try to involve everyone, mm -hmm. right? So as the facilitator, remember you're trying to make the process easier. Pay attention to ha who has shared and who hasn't shared. Now don't single people out who haven't shared, rather just keep reminding the group that everyone has the opportunity to share. So I have a few examples of those too. Yeah. Here's one, not everyone has had a chance to share on this subject. Anyone else before we move on? <laughs> and then you know johnny in the corner right raising his hands. <laughs> well that's in, and so in a case like that where johnny may be the only one that hasn't responded there's no there's no problem of turning to him and saying hey what are your thoughts yeah and if you don't have any it's okay you don't want to actually single him out in fact a positive spin on that besides keeping the discussion going is that john will now feel seen and a part of the group yeah like you actually care about his answers you want to hear from him they may not necessarily be thrilled that you called on them <laughs> because it might feel like they got singled out, but they will know that you want them involved and that's a good thing. Yeah. So, and obviously this too, like as you get to know your group, you'll know who you can and cannot call on, right? You'll know like I called on John the last three times together and his face got red and he didn't even say anything. Like definitely don't want to single him out like that anymore. But a lot of people are just sitting there with answers and they're ready to share but they just feel like they don't know how to jump in at the right time or yeah, yeah. they feel like so-and-so has a better answer. So as a leader, as you're involving everyone, just pay attention to that. And again, as everyone shares, we all grow. Yeah, We all grow. The point and is to have everyone involved. Again, as you're, as you're going through a week to week, you'll start to learn the people in your group. Yeah. You know, you'll start to learn their tendencies. If they're shy, yep. you know, if they talk too much, this and that, you know, you'll learn the, pe the people in your group. And again, just like what you said, Jake, you want to grow together. That's you right. want to grow together. You're there for a reason. You're there. Uh, you know, it, it, again, it's not just a black and white, you yep. know, script of what, what's going to happen. Absolutely. And, and that's, and that's the beauty about being a leader is you get, you get number one, you get to lead, but at the two, you get to see all these different personalities yeah. and, and all these people coming together in one group to accomplish one goal. Absolutely. And God speaks to you through others mm. in many, many ways. And so, yeah, absolutely. Number nine here, let them craft their own applications. I love this. Like let them craft their own applications because yeah. you don't know every single detail of their life. Maybe you do. Maybe your community group is so tight that you know every detail and that's an awesome thing. But asking questions to direct group members, like to make their own applications to their lives is an awesome idea. Not only will they grow a ton here as they learn to apply, but others will again, grab things from what they said as well. 
So here's a couple examples that you could say to help them craft their own. Mm-hmm. You could say, what, what will we do next because of this great discussion? And just be silent. Let them craft their application. You could say, how do, how do we put this into practice tomorrow? Yeah. Because like you said, it's not just about Sunday, right? It's, it's about Monday through Saturday as well. What are some things that you're going to do differently now because of? And then I would say this too, as a leader, it'd be a great idea for you to be writing down what they say and then ask them to report back next week or even send them a text or something and say, hey, you mentioned like, I'm going to go do this differently. And that was on Monday at our group. On Thursday, text them and say, how's that going? Yeah, They're yeah. going to feel seen, they're going to feel heard, and they're going to feel motivated and inspired to actually follow through with that application. Mm. That's so good. Well, there you have it. A nine practical <laughs> tips. We made it. I mean, you, you couldn't round it up to 10 or anything <laughs> like that? Yeah, we could have done a top 10, but you know, I guess I could do an honorable mention. Oh, here we go. All right, honorable mention. Have fun. Yeah, that's just the most, have some that's fun. That's the most important part. <laughs> Enjoy it. No one's got facilitating discussion figured out to the T. We're all in process and we're all growing together. So have some fun along the way. Yeah, I mean, fun is uh, is why we do this. Absolutely. You, know, you want to have that joy. You want to bring it into <laughs> your life. But thanks so much, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you leading Love you guys. our groups. So be sure to check out the show notes below and the Vox website link to go uh, to go right to the leader resource page for more practical tools to lead a healthy, vibrant, growing groups. We'll see you next week, next month. I'm sorry, next month. <laughs>